Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to Beyond Your Best Plan. I am joined today by my beautiful sisters, Catherine, Claudette, and Whitney, and this is Sarah. And we're coming to you today to talk about, well, an interesting topic, and one that's really relevant to moving beyond your best plan. As we all know, we have just come on to the other side of a world pandemic, so not something that happened just localized to the United States or even just to my own state, but the entire world has experienced a pandemic around coronavirus. And as that has occurred, we've had the opportunity to understand that this pandemic has had some massive effects on people and their lives. And um, what we're experiencing here in the United States right now is something called the Great Resignation. Now, I'm curious if you've heard of the Great Resignation. I find it really interesting. One of the stats I just looked up today said that over 40% of the working force in the United States is looking to quit their jobs and transition into something else. And so the question then becomes, and it's the question still currently being asked by economists and other folks who study the job market is why is this happening? And so I kind of want to open the floor today to everybody, Catherine, Claudette, and Whitney, and just kind of get the conversation started. My understanding of what is happening is that it's a lot of different things. There are a lot of different reasons people are leaving their jobs. One of the reasons could be that their job has required them to go back to work and they've discovered they didn't want to go back to work. They want to stay put or they are being required to stay home and they know home is not the best work environment for them. And so they're needing to go find a job that does allow them to go to work. We also have people who are just becoming enlightened and really just wanting to focus on what makes them happy and what makes them feel fulfilled. And so in that, they're then deciding that they may no longer want to be in the corporate workforce. They may feel driven to satisfy other passions within their business life. And so what say you ladies on thoughts of why people possibly are leaving their jobs and the impact this is going to have on us? Because quite frankly, it is the beyond your best plan moment is I thought I was going to be the president of this company for the next 20 years, and I've decided to shift gears and do something different. So anybody have any thoughts on why they think people might be shifting and moving? I think 
think the biggest thing, and regardless of what the ultimate reason is, and you named a couple of different reasons, I think the bottom line is there's a values mismatch, right? Mm. That what has happened as the result of the pandemic and sort of the changing the way we do work on a dime, right? That happened for most people on a dime. People lost their jobs. Some people had to remain in their jobs. The first responders, people who provided service for us in terms of making sure stores stayed open and things like that, those people in those positions. But the large numbers of people who were able to pivot, as the word of 2020 was, to pivot and work from home, I think they learned a lot of things about what they truly valued, right? So you had sort of the pandemic calling into question health things and and we're taking actions because a lot of it was mandated early on. People got to see what happens with their companies and whether or not the companies valued them as people, not just workers, right? And so you've got all these moving parts about what's really important in your life. And we talked about this in the maybe the first couple of episodes we did. Um, When I was looking outside in the early days, families were together. They were outside playing. And as this condition has continued, that I'm seeing less and less, right? The the kids are not outside playing the way they were. The parents are not outside with their kids the way. And it was very evident because it went from not seeing kids in the neighborhood to seeing kids all up and down the, the, the streets, their parents outside with them, and now back to sort of not seeing that. As life has and I'm using air quotes, sort of return to normal, right? As we are getting back to things the way we want them. And so I just think that there's this values mismatch where people took stock of the things that were important, commuting an hour, an hour plus per day, right? When you can have that time back with your family, even if it was a struggle for you having, you know, the whole family in the house and you're trying to get some work done. So I I think these things people have spent time thinking about, and I would dare say that you, our listener, had the same, the same thoughts. What is this life, right? What is life about? And you start getting sort of philosophical <laughs> about these things when when you have a a shift, something happens, and you know whether it's death or illness, pandemic, something just sort of shakes you and says, you know, is this all there is? Is this more? Is this the life that I really want? And people are asking those questions more and more, and a lot of this movement, these shifts are about people saying, 
you know, the life that I was living sort of on a hamster wheel, go, go, go. I'm not so much into that, right? And I want something different. So people are not just leaving their jobs. They have moved from areas, urban centers to more rural. You know, there's a great exodus sort of going on along with the great resignation. And people are looking for a life that matters to them. That's not just about acquisition of bigger, better, more, but to enjoy their lives, to live if they're going to do that. It's like live a bigger life, live a better life, be in touch with and live more, but not the acquisition necessarily of material things and getting a little more in touch with what's going on. So it is, I think, something that I've been talking about. This is the essence of the work that I've been doing before the pandemic started, which was to get people to stop and get in touch with their values. What are your priorities? What's really important to you? And make your decisions about work based on what you want your entire life to look like, rather than trying to fit your life around your work, which is what a lot of people were doing. I just love that, you you know, it is a values conversation. And then that's getting back to what are our core values. And it, that is creating a shift. And, you know, I'm wondering, what does the future look like? I feel it in the restaurant industry in particular, where I don't know if you've been out to eat lately, but things aren't as smooth. The staff looks fairly stressed. There are a lot of new people don't quite know what they're doing. And so if we're seeing there, is this what we're going to experience across the board is an increased need for patience for people as they're learning whatever this new position is for them? And or how is this going to really have an effect on us in the next coming years? That's certainly a major issue out there. I read 73% of business owners, CEOs are uh, concerned that these labor and these skills shortages that you're referring to, the skills shortages, the labor shortages are the most likely reason or challenge um, to di- disrupt business on the external, right? The, the, the external issue will be due to labor and skill shortages. So like all parts are feeling it. And from the, the internal, you know, from the business leadership side to people on the other side, everyday people that we're talking about that are evaluating, and we should call it the great reflection, right? We've got the great resignation. And what kept coming to me was like, this is a great reflection, right? Because it's it's been, it was a, created a time of pause. And because literally, remember ladies, a year ago, like more than that, more than a year ago, like everything was just shut down. Remember, like every everybody had to shut down, had to literally pause. And so people are going, how is the culture at my work? How is this filling up? Because another thing now, speaking of culture, now employers, 35% 
of businesses out there are having to increase their benefits to attract new people. You're getting sign-on bonuses at McDonald's today, y'all. So it this has shifted. And there, I think there's a whole lot of dynamics to dig into. And you men, mentioned, Whitney, children, right? What about the person who has kids and they're like concerned about childcare, right? Or their childcare place a year ago was shut down. Everything's pretty well opened back up. But, you know, someone on my team and one of my businesses, you know, she had her child home with her 24 seven and still doing you know, a shit ton of work, right? And doing Zooms and, and, and you know, a lot more involvement work-wise, right? Because you're having to be set up virtually. You're having to be on Zooms. Like you have your kid, your home, you know, you're, you're trying to be a teacher for your child. Like all of the things where you're going, does this even work? Does this job even work for my life, right? Right, And yeah. if you are a employer, you better up your cultural game. You better up your appreciation game, right? Because people are looking very, very carefully. Does this make sense? Because when you have death and you have fear driving the bus, you're looking at your life a lot differently. You're giving things a lot different of a meaning. If you are fear-driven, and part of that is fear of death. Absolutely. I love reframing this as the great reflection. And we spent a lot of time last year talking about this. It's what we're talking about in general and the lives that we're living where we are constantly being self-aware and reflecting on what's working and what's not working, what's in alignment with our values and not with our values. And I truly believe that the excess stress, right? Because stress is normal, but excess chronic stress is not, is not healthy physically, mentally, or emotionally. But when we Look at those things that, again, they are reflections of things not being in alignment. We're not aligned with our values or our priorities. And it then creates these conditions in our lives where we end up being overworked, overwhelmed, burnt out, ultimately. And we try to resolve it with some quick fixes And those are not things that are quick, fixable, right? It becomes about really taking stock, reflecting, and looking at what is the lifestyle that I'm living that is leading to this, that's lending itself to this. And we are in total control of that. So if you find yourself in a in a situation where your work isn't working for you. This doesn't mean you have to necessarily join the great resignation. You don't have to leave, but you do have to take stock of what's going on. And maybe there's some small steps that you can take that can help, right? There's like the resigning or leaving your job 
is on one end of the spectrum, status quo is the other. And there are lots of options in between. And if you will take the time to explore what's really important and what you want your life to look like, it may be a matter of, and I think Sarah mentioned this, companies that are returning to office or companies that are staying virtual, remote work, and you don't want to do that, right? So maybe hybrid work is not an option and you've got something happening again on either end of the extreme. You know, try approaching your employers to see what other options there are. If you have to leave, then I say leave. And if it is, you you need help figuring that out, you know, reach out for help to, to get what you need to do that. But take the time to explore within, do the reflection work that Catherine mentioned. Yeah, for reflection and what, you know, maybe start looking around and observing the amazing opportunities that might be unfolding. You know, have you wanted to get a better position at your current company? Well, those positions might just well be opening up very soon. And, you know, is that an opportunity? So yes, we're the reflection and the exploration is amazing and also opportunity because through this, there has to be opportunity for some who may not have been able to get into certain positions and now have these opportunities. And the other thing is it, it to be willing to explore self-employment, right? And entrepreneurship. That's another thing that is happening. People who actually enjoy the work that they're doing taking that work and being part of the gig economy, right? Being a contractor, offering your services for hire. And there are platforms that will allow you to do that. You can even try that, you know, as a test run before you walk away, if walking away isn't, you know, a ready option for you. So I love the reflection thing. And I just have some questions. I think quality questions lead us to really good answers. And before we do anything, you know, if we learn to master ourselves on the inside first, you know, that's the reflection. When we look at ourselves and we find ourselves in a situation that could be undesirable, right? And I think this, uh, you know, COVID was a great reset for that. Everybody was able to step away for a minute and start, you know, just start realizing certain things. Ask yourself, am I escaping or am I expanding? So that would be something I would ask myself. And I, I share with people, don't ever run away from something because of the pressure or the trigger that it causes in you. Take the pressure or the trigger and allow yourself to reflect inside to become a master of whatever is triggering you or pressuring you because you literally have to have a belief that matches what is happening on the outside for it to even bother you. And I know this is a, you know, this is a big thing, but if you can use the opportunity to grow, then when it doesn't trigger you anymore, now you can make a choice. It's not out of desperation. 
but it's just a simple choice, right? And that gives you all of the power back in the situation. So to master something first. So I had a job that was corporate, and this is a very long time ago. And literally, there was a person, I think I might have mentioned this before in a podcast, I can't even remember, but there there was this person that did not train me right because she did she didn't want me to stay around. And so she literally was undermining my job. She didn't like me. And I had never done anything to her. She just did not like me. Okay. And I got called into the supervisor's office and they're like, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. And I literally took my notes and said, these are my notes. And I've been told, you know, I've been told to do it this way. And she goes, it's not right. I said, give me three months and you train me and then see how I perform. And so at the moment, I kind of intuitively knew I can't quit this job yet. Even though I had people in the group that were friends with this person, everybody's kind of turning against me. I'm literally going in feeling very alone every day. I begin to shift how I showed up, what I did, and I begin to succeed. And I found a friend group in the group, one group over and ended up having a blast. And then I left probably a year, year and a half later, I left because I had mastered it and I became a better person for that. So desperation or choice and when when pressure is applied, what do you do? And, and, you know, you could say, well, I just, I feel so, you know, bogged down. I feel so chained to my job or whatever the reason is, ask yourself why, what do you believe? And then let's, let's bring mastery into everything that we do. So that when we leave it, we we take mastery with us because every lesson that we encounter, we have a chance to become a master of it. And this is all about your soul's evolution and growth, too. It's not just about the job. And do you trust that when you take on that job or you take on that situation and you become a master of it, that you will literally begin to create the ideal job situation for you? That's actually what I did. I began to climb out and expand and expand and get promotion. And I would go to another job and make more money than I'd ever made before because I begin to look at it through mastery and not just running away. I think this is a whole encompassing conversation, right? Like, you know, why do we leave our job? You know, you you could leave because you want to stay home and you realized you didn't need the extra income and you're willing to take Take that, you know, take a change in your lifestyle slightly so you can enjoy your family. You can, there's multiple reasons, but check yourself. Are you escaping or are you choosing to leave because you have mastered something? I'm just, that's just a question to ask. I love, 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 love that. that. I love that. Yes. Oh, that's it's, so good. it's the most important thing, right? Is understanding what it is you want and the the reality is most people, and I would dare say in this situation as well, most people leave their jobs running away from, right? Most people are leaving their jobs because they're running away from, running away from not enough money, not getting appreciated, bad bosses, blah, 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 right? Rather than being reflective, intentional and proactive about what it is they really want to do. 
And so I, I love this, don't run away from, run to, and this really getting curious and asking the quality questions. I just love that. Thanks, Claudette. It's so powerful. I love that you brought up the sort of the, the self and the emotional mastery on that because it really drives everything and really getting clear on what is driving it, right? Because we all, I mean, businesses at the, the beginning of COVID, it was either what meaning are they giving this, right? Is this the beginning or is this the end? And literally people just shut down their businesses. They said, we're shutting down. I had a consultant I was working with on Fit District and he was like, you're never shutting down. We're just pivoting as Whitney said, right? What meanings are you giving this? Is this you know, that's what, that's what business owners had to say. Is this the beginning or is this the end, right? Tony Robbins talked about that as well. You know, as people, like, is this a challenge or is this an opportunity, right? So it's like, you know, that's a whole other show, but it's powerful. And mic drop, Claudette. <laughs> yes, Claudette. That is everything. And I, I love it that it's questions, right? Just slow down and lean in and start asking the right questions um, and find the opportunity, right? Find the opportunity of what this could mean for your world and for your life. So as we close this topic up today, because Quite frankly, we probably could go on for hours and hours. I just want to ask you, you know, where are you in the great resignation? Are you reevaluating your life? Are there opportunities on the other side of this? Are you exploring something different? And are you asking yourself the right questions? And I just ask anybody here, if you have a final, final, um, hop on in. I would just say you can't run away from yourself. So, you know, wherever you go, you're going with you, right? <laughs> and I say that the whole world is a mirror that reflects what is in you. Even if you don't believe me, start to look at it and test it. And so let's turn inward. Let's reflect. Let's stop blaming everyone on the outside. No one is your problem. We are our own problem. Right. And our everything will begin to shift as we do. So and you know what? If you start to see yourself happy and succeeding and abundant, you will attract yourself. You will connect yourself to the situation, the job that calls for that, that that kind of meshes with that. So stay in your power, everybody. That's what I say. I love that. Know your why. Spend some time, whatever it is you're feeling is dig into that why. And usually that first why, it ain't it. <laughs> it's usually like two to three, four, five more whys in whatever your choice is, right? Because whatever you're feeling, you're choosing, because these are major life decisions, know your why, and that will guide yourself on what to do next. Follow where you feel empowered, follow where you feel value in yourself and in the people around you and don't settle. Do not freaking settle because you are not going to show up in the world like we need you to. If you are settling and you're struggling because you're settling, been there, 
you're going to play small in the world and we need you playing big. I would say do work that you love. That should be number one, right? Do work you love with people you love at a place that you love. But in order to do that, you need to be intentional. You need to be aligned with your values, your priorities, and the vision you have for your life, your why. And don't let this be a knee-jerk reaction. I'm all for you leaving a place that's not working for you, but don't do it so much that because it's not working for you, but that something else would be working for you better and take the time to do that and don't just have it be a knee-jerk reaction. So that's my final, final. You ladies are always full of the best advice. And I think there have been several drop the mic moments today. I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us. And we can't wait for you to let us know whether you have done the great resignation or and done something else fun or you are contemplating the great resignation, or you're finding the opportunities that are all around you. So thank you for joining us. We are beyond your best plan, and we can't wait for you to have a great day. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self, Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plans.